This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello, and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today, I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Rachel Welford from Rachel Welford. Rachel, thank you so much for being in volume four of Shine On You Crazy Daisy. Please tell us about your business. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, My business is essentially focused on empowering women to heal so that they can live from a place of inner power and inner happiness. Every time I write happiness, I talk about it with a capital I and a capital N. It's not over there. It's not some happiness isn't something you get when you land that amazing client or find the perfect partner or whatever. It's all from within. And that's really what I'm trying to teach is that no matter what your background, no matter what's happened to you, no matter if you've got like me, a diagnosis of a mental health condition, you can still find happiness within. Perfect. I love that. Um, And talking about that, you talk about in the chapter, your level of anxiety and depression that you experience. But what did that feel like to you at the time? It was, I mean, it was awful. Mm. Depression and anxiety, in my experience, is just so insidious. It's not, it erodes everything at a really slow rate. So from my, from my experience, it had been, I think I've had it my whole life, but I never, never knew that I had it. And I think it had just been eroding slowly over time until things became really unbearable. Mm. It might start with questioning yourself. It might start with not trusting yourself over something somebody else is saying, even though you know you're probably right. Maybe your boundaries start to get eroded. Then you're mm. fully into people pleasing. And it just ends up with you wearing so many masks to keep so many other people happy Mm. that you completely lose who you are. And you feel like everybody around you hates you and is angry with you. And God forbid they all come in the same room and you've got to wear multiple masks that you've been putting on for all the different. It's so stressful. Mm. and It's a really terrifying experience. I I feel like for me, it was like swaying from feeling everything super intensely to feeling nothing at all and being really numb. And I talk about in the book, you know, depression specifically for me was like wearing a coat that was made of sand. Yeah. Already heavy. And then there's just like a trickling tap of water that just starts to fill the coat up and it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier until you just you just can't lift yourself up anymore. Mm. And it just floors you. Uh, But then anxiety on the flip side of that, it's like living on a knife edge. It's like everything's terrifying and dangerous even just basic things that really, you know, going for a drink with your mate or whatever, who, you know, Mm -hmm. loves you, terrifying, you know? Um, So it's a real, um, a really interesting experience and one that hopefully yeah have to repeat (laughs) but when I read your chapter and read that that description of the the sand coat it was so such a feeling inside that people will get when they read about that 
because it, it it makes you feel it. And if you felt any level of anxiety or depression, you understand it. And it is heavy when that hits. It's so heavy. And I feel like people talk about the black dog and like having a cloud that follows you around. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. That's their experience. I'm not discounting anyone's experience. Mm. Right. But I feel like if there was a black dog, I'd probably just like try and train the dog. If there was a cloud following me around, I'd be like, oh, well, but it's it's the weight of it that I couldn't cope with. I just couldn't physically lift myself anymore you know and that's what I kind of wanted to get across in the book so what then gave you the idea to teach people about healing themselves I mean necessity (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean now the the conversation around you know mental health has changed a lot Uh, you know it was 2017 mid mid 2017 when I decided to set up my company originally nobody was talking about EFT back then nobody was talking about some people were talking about meditation but it seemed like it was kind of like a monk thing you know people weren't really talking about it for self-development um no one was talking about self-empowerment emotional well-being how to process your emotions in a healthy way breath work like all those kind of tools that I'd used nobody was talking about it and so I didn't really feel like it was a choice. I felt like it was my purpose. And that, you know, when I share my story and when I connect with people and when I share these tools, the feedback I always get is just that, you know, I explain things in a way that's easy to understand so that people can apply it. And that, I guess, is what I felt was missing. Lots of people get told, oh, here's your diagnosis. Take your meds, be a good Mm. girl. And off you go. And that's it. And that wasn't my experience. Like, I believe you can heal anything with the right support, the right environment, the right community, the right nutrition, all that kind of stuff. I think you can heal pretty much anything. And if you can't get rid of it, in inverted commas, you can definitely live with it and be happy. The the when I do the intro to the Shiny Crazy Daisy podcast, I talk about the, the rebellious and the tenacious. And even when I read your chapter, and I've known you for a while as well, but reading your chapter about that level of anxiety and depression, and then knowing you now with this tenacious and rebellious part of you, what you're saying there, and it was just something that I had to go and do because people need to know this stuff and rebelling against the system of what people are telling you to do or what society is telling you to do. I just love it all. It just gives me tingles. (laughs) People are rebellious. (laughs) People are resistant. That's brilliant because then in the chapter, you also talk about like comfort is where businesses go to die. How has that shaped what you do now? I mean, I would love to say, yeah, it's totally shaped my business and I'm always out my comfort zone, man. And like, I'm just consistently driving forward. <laughs> and that would be a massive lie. <laughs> um, you know, I also mentioned in the chapter about how it's okay to slow down. Mm. And that actually, I think this like hustle or die culture, like we've got time um Mm. you know it doesn't feel like we have but we've got time and healing takes time learning how to manage your personal journey of recovery from trauma or what's triggering your mental health is going to be different to mine and whoever else is so that takes time as well and I think human beings desire comfort and safety it's one of the baselines of you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs it's literally comfort and safety is what we look for it's why we've built houses and things like you know 
central heating <laughs> wi-fi right comfort cars that have heated seats you know <laughs> totally unnecessary but much better than a horse-drawn car in winter right it's like yeah. we love comfort so it is a basic need and it, it's hard not to get too comfy mm. but I try not to get too comfy for too long and what I find in myself and people might notice this is when you get that feeling where you start to feel like you're stuck and you start to feel frustrated and you're not sure why that's when I'm like okay it's time to get out of my comfort zone yeah I've got to be comfortable I'm frustrated because I don't feel like I'm making progress yeah and I want to move it forward so I think that's a really good way of describing it because I, I I've heard before when you get into your comfort zone um your business is going to stop or be stagnant and I agree with that to an extent but sometimes we almost need to stay there because we are we need the rest, <laughs> we need the recovery, we need to just think, have creative space. Celebrate. Yeah. Enjoy and go, you know what? Oh my God. I, when I look back, wow, I did that. I achieved that. Maybe I can take my foot off the pedal for a moment and enjoy it. Enjoy then, that. And then I can go to the yeah. next level. Yeah, absolutely. What is one lesson you've learned you want every entrepreneur to know? Oh, God, I couldn't pick one. So I've done top three, but I'll be quick. Uh, Number one, follow your gut over everything. Mm -hmm. When you're in business, often you think other people are going to know better than you. They don't. It's your business. I mean, unless it's like something really structural that you're following a process, then maybe. But like even then, like gut feeling over everything. Don't get locked into super long coaching or training contracts because there's a lot of shysters out there and they will trap you into these contracts for like two years and you can't get out of them and it's all legal and sometimes some people out there are amazing don't get me wrong but why are you trying to trap me in for two years not necessary if your product's that good I could be on a monthly rolling and I would just choose to stay so anyway that's my rant over third thing (laughs) don't try and do it all yourself as soon as you can afford it get help I left it way 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 too long to start to build a team you can't do everything by yourself so they're my top three that is brilliant (laughs) (laughs) um what is your favorite piece of business software again this was a really hard one because there's so many isn't there I'm like oh um it was a way up between Miro which is a brainstorming software Mm -hmm. Canva which has saved me Mm -hmm. I used to use Photoshop I mean you can click a button and remove a background Jesus (laughs) life-changing um but I've actually picked Trello because um I'm undiagnosed at the moment but I'm pretty 99% certain I've got ADHD and I find linear work remembering what to do in what order and prioritizing tasks like almost impossible Mm -hmm. um and I used to use Trello and I hated it and more recently I've got the paid version of Trello and instead of having multiple boards I have one board that looks mental, not going to lie, with about 35 lists on it. Okay. And within those lists, I make checklists for the things that I've got to do for the items. So let's say, for example, creating a podcast, perfect one, right? It's a lot to do. You've got to think about the intro. You've got to write the show notes. You've got to record it. You've got to edit it. You've got to upload it. You've got to, so there's a lot of things you've got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that so I make that checklist and then I put a, a deadline for each thing because not all those things need to be done in the in I can't write the show notes if I've yeah. never recorded it right um but I do that for all areas of my business wow and then you click this button that says calendar view and it makes you a to-do list really 
of everything in the right order without me having to choose. It's so good. And then it will tell you when things are overdue or if things are coming up. And so now everything goes through Trello and you can get these add-ons on the paid version where it links to your email. So you can tag an email into something. You can add Google Docs, spreadsheets, Okay. So everything's in one place. Sold. <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. I will share with you off off this podcast how I set it up and why it's so brilliant because it literally changed my life. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, um, I've heard some people say Trello before, but not to that degree. And what you've just described, I get it. I could not get Trello before, so we may have a changed chat. my life. <laughs> Rachel, this has been an absolute pleasure and thank you for your for, for telling your story in a way that people can really hear it and understand. I appreciate that. Um, and for being involved in Volume 4 and in the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.